0: I'm Jamie, and this is the Speak Up Sister podcast. This episode is about how we sometimes put off important conversations and how we can get brave and say what we need to say.
1: Welcome to Speak Up Sister. We are your hosts, Jamie and Jody, and we're advocates for women of Christ discovering and using their voices. We're here to support you in speaking up, and making vital contributions in your most crucial conversations. Come on in and take a seat. You are in the right place.
0: Well, welcome back, friends. Hello, everybody. Yeah, it's great to have you back here with us. We're going to be talking today about putting it off or not putting it off and (laughs) how we can just better not... Oh, just our resistance to having to do things that are hard, emotionally Mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. And this episode, as you might be familiar, we have a variety of different areas that we give our focus. And this area today is in speaking up for ourselves. If you're finding yourself struggling with speaking up for yourself, and go to our website at speakupsister.net and look under the topics and the category of speaking up for ourselves. You'll see a variety of different Podcasts that address this. So yeah, this is one that yeah we'll continue kind of down that line. And uh what we're addressing is putting it off, which we all do at one point or another. And this can be especially difficult when it comes
1: to speaking up for ourselves because it's it's such an easy one to rationalize away. Mm-hmm. You know, that we you can get caught up in the rat's nest of well, it's probably more Christ-like for me to say nothing. Yeah, you know, or I. I'm being more selfless by putting others first and not making my thoughts and my preferences or opinions known.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's um, selfish, you know. Yeah. If I'm inserting my needs and wants, I'm just being selfish mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all things and reasons that internal dialogues that we have to to just not address things when they need to be addressed.
1: Yeah. So so we got to bring stuff up. Now that being said. We are strong believers that not everything
0: needs to be brought up. Right. (laughs) right. This isn't just open forum on if it's in your mind, it comes out of your mouth. That's not what we're advocating. No, no. Yeah, there are plenty of things that shouldn't get said.
1: And if you're struggling to know when it's time to bring something up, come to the website and subscribe to the podcast and you will get access to our PDF, the nine signals that help you know that it's time to speak up. Right. Uh and if you're already subscribed and you have maybe it got lost in your email somewhere, then come to the website, resubscribe, you'll get the document. Or search for it in your in your spam or or whatever mm-hmm. it might be hidden in your stuff, right? But that's a tool that we developed for all of our subscribers because sometimes it's tricky
0: to know. Mhm. So you'll read through that list of nine things and, and you'll start to see, oh, okay, there, here are some things that I'm doing even right now. So I know I probably should be speaking directly to somebody about this instead of mm-hmm. indirectly or to somebody else or, mm-hmm. or it's causing me a lot of emotional difficulty and turmoil right now. So you, you kind of will get clear on that using some of those nine steps. Mm-hmm. And then then you'll know, right? You'll know it's time to speak up, but then you'll find a reason Ooh. to put <laughs> <No>. it off. <laughs> okay. I should speak up, but the time isn't right. Right. So yeah.
1: And putting it off is just, it will sabotage your peace, your growth, your relationships. Yeah, It's just not worth it. If it's, if it's time to bring it up, it's just time to bring it up. It's time to say what you need to say. So, Jamie, why don't we start by having you tell us what
0: putting it off looks like for you? Oh, yeah. I have a personal temptation to believe that I will not be heard, Mm -hmm. that people don't listen to me, that they will, like I may say something, but they will not hear it or they'll just interrupt me and just kind of get super focused on one little thing I've said instead of listening, you know, really hearing me. So, I will put off talking to people because my first line of defense is to assume, essentially, the worst about that person, which is they're not going to hear me Mm. before I even give them a chance to respond. Oh, yes, it's kind of self-protective in Mm -hmm. a way. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Jode?
1: So, I yeah, I definitely worry that I won't be well received. I think that's a big one—is getting hung up on the outcome. But even more so for me is that. I tend to be an internal processor. And so even if I if I get clear and I kind of sort it out in my mind, the process of getting it from inside my body to the outside takes time. And oftentimes I find myself kind of looking for words and and pausing and trying to make sure that I say say what I want to say, say what I mean to say. And that takes time. And a lot of people are clipping along and yeah. they don't they don't want to give it. Yeah. And so, so I'm all often t- times just saying to myself, Oh, it's just not a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Cause somebody isn't in the space to be able to kind of let me work through my process.
0: Yeah, that's real. Yeah.
1: That's real. Yeah, it is.
0: But then it goes undone, unsaid. Yeah. Or we end up, you know, we've talked about this before. We end up stuffing it and pushing it inside our bodies or way back into recesses of our minds. And then it comes out sideways or, Mm -hmm. and it can come out in emotional difficulties, outbursts, or physical distress, but it'll work its way out somehow. And we're going to hopefully get some inspiration together today on ways to not put it off so we don't get that far.
1: Right. Yeah. So you don't have to spend all of your energy just kind of trying to keep things bottled up. Just free yourself up a little bit and create that outlet.
0: And using Jesus as our guide, Mm. we want to be like him. So how does Jesus speak up? Oh, he speaks up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's one crazy. (laughs) Yep. Yep. We love it. He is the example of speaking up. And we're just going to address A couple areas today that really highlight this point that we're trying to make about not putting it off. The first being he seized and sometimes even created opportunities to speak up.
0: Yes, he did. He was a brave soul. Uh Okay. Let's give an example of that.
1: Yeah. So there's this great story in Luke 19 and, uh, Jesus is headed toward Jerusalem, and he sends his disciples on ahead to prepare things for him. And so they pass by Samaria, and they're going to try to get things ready for him to come. But the Samaritans totally reject them. And so they come back and they report to Jesus. And <laughs> I love it. And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, Wilt thou that we should command fire to come down from heaven and consume them?
0: <laughs> the Samaritans oh. have not received us the way we thought. So oh. our first line of defense That's
1: right. <laughs> is fire. fire. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Yeah. Up in arms. <laughs> Furious at being rejected right? by somebody as lowly as a Samaritan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And here, here we have the Savior. But he turned and rebuked them and said, Took advantage, seized a perfect opportunity to teach. Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are, for the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Mm. And it's a perfect contrast to what they just brought. Somebody rejected them, somebody responded to them in a way they didn't appreciate, and they had all this venom and animosity and aggression. They wanted fire from heaven. They just wanted a green light on that. Yeah.
0: Immediate retribution. Yes. For the hurt that they sustained.
1: Yeah. And then in Jesus's response to them, he models how they could have responded. Full of compassion for them, redirecting them, but still full of compassion, just teaches, just takes the opportunity to speak up, and help them see a better way by teaching them about saving rather than destroying. Right. As they were seeking to destroy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and reminding them as well who they are.
1: Yeah. You know, not like
0: what manner of spirit you're of.
1: Mm. Remember who
0: you are. Right. This is not what we're about here. Right. Yeah. So he didn't put it
1: off. He just nope. taught it in the middle. Yep. He sees the, the opportunity mm-hmm. when it came up. Okay. Another area that we want to address that we want to highlight in his example is his willingness to speak up in the moment without what appears to be prior preparation or making sure that, that all the context is just so, or, you know, all of those things that sometimes we think need to be in place in order for us to be able to speak up. Okay. So there's a great example of this in John eight where and this is just after he he has an ex, his experience with the woman who is accused of adultery and after that he's teaching in the temple and he just starts to testify of who he is he's just speaking up about his divine identity and he's met with a lot of pushback a lot of pushback well hey wait a minute that doesn't make sense what about this what about this people just trying to pick his argument apart and he just keeps reaffirming the plain truths of what he's teaching he just keeps addressing it and when we're responded to like that when when we're in real time with people we often are unprepared mm-hmm. for we don't know what they're going to bring we don't know how they're going to receive what we have to say it just is a moment of a lot of uncertainty and as jesus in this example is responding, he just keeps teaching. He just keeps teaching the same truth that he started with, which is, I am the light of the world, and he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And then, as the people continue to resist him and pick his comments apart, he just says, I'm from the Father. And the father and I are one. He just keeps reaffirming the same stuff. He doesn't like get an angle. He doesn't try to, he just doesn't do any of those, sometimes those manipulative tactics like that ensure an outcome. He just teaches plainly and teaches the truth in the moment.
0: It's really beautiful and it's inspiring to see it, you know, when we're looking as we have been reading about the Savior's life from the perspective of, How does he support people in speaking up? How does he speak up and looking at it from that angle? How beautifully he does that
1: Mm -hmm. each time,
0: how he can be so direct and effective, whether it's like you said, whether it's prepared or not. And in this case, just in the moment, keeps coming back to, well, this is what I'm teaching, or this is the truth of the situation. Yes. This is what I'm saying. And as this goes on
1: for, you know, up to 40 verses, this interaction that he's having over time in the temple, some people, as he's teaching and teaching in light and truth, some people are converted and it has an effect on them. And others, they get to the point where they are scrounging stones to cast at him. right? And so then right. he slips out. Yeah.
0: This brings to mind the beautiful scripture in Doctrine and Covenants, section 100, verses 5 and 6, where the Lord is teaching Joseph this principle, and he says, lift up your voices, speak the thoughts that I shall put into your hearts, and you shall not be confounded before men, for it shall be given you in the very hour, yea, the very moment, what you shall say. A lot of our faith, a lot of our faith as in learning to speak up effectively, it has to be put In the belief that the Lord will do this for us in Mm -hmm. the moment. Yeah. He says it here, He will. Yeah. Can we believe that He will do that for us? Right. Because I think we would put it off
1: less if we could really trust that that would happen.
0: Yeah. Well, the best part about finding things in the scriptures here is that we're looking always for patterns and examples to follow. Okay. So in this case, we can follow the Savior's example and we can. We can try to exercise our faith, as Joseph is, to believe that the Lord's going to help us through this process. We can work through the messiness of it. Right. Yeah, we can. (laughs) Half of the putting off is the fear of the mess. Mm -hmm. It's the fear of, I mean, some of it for some can be the fear of not having the right words and not saying it initially the right way. But even if you have the perfect words and you say it all wonderfully, or you write it in the wonderful letter, there can still be misinterpretations, misunderstandings, accusations, hyper-focusing on one little thing that you said and not listening to the whole picture. Mm. There's all this mess that can still come. And the Savior showed in both these examples, in the first one right there, ready for fire and brimstone, (laughs) and he's just able to help calm those mm-hmm. emotions. And in a second, he's just reaffirming, reaffirming, regardless of the wide variety of responses mm-hmm. to just the same things that he's teaching. Yeah. In each case, different levels of mess, different levels of acceptance of that and moving through it and forward. Right. So we can, we can, in following the example, we can work through the messiness. Yeah, we can. And sometimes it, it is so messy. I you know.
1: So guys, I'm gonna share a, an experience with you that I had recently that, that relates to this. And in this in my experience, I was not speaking up particularly to an individual about a difficult thing. But I was speaking up for myself and it was a real learning experience. Okay, so it was in a Sunday school class, and the teacher had just it was on fast Sunday the teacher had just asked a question if anybody in the class could share experiences that they might've had where they felt like the savior had been advocating for them. And as that question was asked, I had in my mind, a total connection was made to an experience that I had had just 30 minutes prior. Wow. And I thought it was really beautiful. And I wanted And I felt a desire to share in that moment. And so I started sharing what was on my mind and in my heart. And as I start sharing, I'm feeling the spirit and I'm also fasting. And I'm also a middle aged woman with all sorts of hormonal things going on in my body. And the flood of tears and the intensity of emotional experience that I had was so intense. There was so much that I had a really hard time getting the words out. But I was already oh, shoot. in the process. <laughs> I was already trying to explain the whole thing. And it and it had to do with the part of the reason why I was fasting and how I was just seeking for some specific guidance in my parenting. And I was also having a lot of just insecurity about whether I had done enough because of, of choices that my children are making and and I did, it, there was so much there all at one time. And I just got in, I got into it. And then before I knew it, I was in too deep. And usually I can do a reasonable job of talking through tears. And I could not, I could not. So I just had to sit there and just try to deep breathe and just kind of quiet that rise of feeling so that I could finish my story and the the words were coming out and they were kind of jumbled and they didn't, I just felt like I was in pieces with the tears and the not being able to talk. And then when I finally could, how it came out like such a jumbled mess, I was, and I was on top of that as it's going on, the embarrassment is just rising in me and I'm just dying. I didn't know how to like just cut loose. How do, how do I get out of this? So I stayed with it. I did the best that I could. And then and then to me, this is just my own personal experience, but the worst experience to me is when I share a comment in a class and then it it doesn't get built on. Cuz I I feel like that's how a discussion in a class works really well. So somebody makes a comment, and then that it inspires a comment from somebody else. And I was such a crazy display no, no. that everybody just kind of went on as if I hadn't said anything.
0: Oh no, at all.
1: And anyway, I was so I was so embarrassed. I hope this hasn't happened to many of you. It was just so embarrassing to me. I mean, there's one level of embarrassment that I think we all feel after we bear our testimony at all because yeah. trying to put all those strong feelings into words and have it come out in a coherent way and in a way that we feel good about while feeling the spirit and ha- you know I think we all sit down and go oh I wish I had said that differently sure
0: this was levels deeper <laughs>
1: <laughs> than it was just pure shame
0: <laughs> which yeah I am certain no one, no one had that same deepness, right? Response to you as you did to Probably your not. own analysis of the situation. Probably not. But um, yeah.
1: So yeah. Let me just come back around to to how this worked because I was willing to speak up. I felt in the moment that it was the best course of action. The process exactly. of speaking up was really messy. And even afterward, I had to fight that voice that was like, you shouldn't have opened your mouth at all, you know? So as I was just trying to work through the embarrassment after, I reflected back on the situation and saw that some really great things happened. The first being that at the end of the lesson, before before the meeting was ended, an older gentleman In my ward, made a comment that was very heartfelt and very doctrinally sound and reassuring, and it reflected back very directly to what I had brought up. Oh, that and a few people who approached me after the meeting just really brought love, just so much love and support to me in a way that i didn't realize i was needing and and so as i was reflecting back the spirit helped me see that i got to receive just an outpouring of love from my ward family even even to see that while i was struggling in that moment they were willing to just sit and wait and give me the time and listen and Allow me to kind of sort through my stuff. So that was a really profound experience for me to feel that love from them and to let them support me while I was such a mess. And and in some ways, confirmed to me that that it wasn't it wasn't an unrealistic mess. It wasn't the kind of mess that meant I shouldn't have said anything at all. That, That what I was going through and what I was experiencing is just by nature messy. Yes. You know, parenting at all and putting our hearts (laughs) into it and then, and honoring agency and, and all of those things that come together. Yes. Um, So it turned out to be a great experience and yet it was still very messy. And so I share that just to make the point Hopefully not to scare you off. Right? <laughs> Hopefully none of you are going, "Oh, I nope, I'm out. I'm out." I share that to say that you can get in and get in deep and and work through it. And keep talking and keep saying what you need to say and stay with it. And trust and
0: trust in the outcome. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, it's a great story for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> There's just that. <laughs> Seriously, maybe that was <laughs> part of what happened. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh! Oh yeah, no shame, Joe. It's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's just one of those. It's things. one of those things. Yep, I've been there, done that. <laughs> Both. Um, <laughs> but this, this just—I think your example is perfect to kind of pick apart a little bit because. In each of us getting started, how do we apply not putting it off to ourselves? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, we trust that you know, you've probably had some thoughts already in the course of this discussion of something you are putting off. Yeah. We know what we're putting off. Yeah. So there's no, you know, we're not wondering here. Hmm. Is there something? Is there something? Because <laughs> we know. <laughs> and if you are, if you've had thoughts come to you of something that you need to say to someone then now's the time to start thinking through. Okay, can I take what could I take advantage of, or what opportunity can I create? Yes, now to start moving forward on this. Some examples of that could be a, a ride in a car with someone, or um, a walk, or or there's there's time. You know, just while I'm thinking on my own, you know, mm-hmm. a lull in some of my daily activities. Oh, is this you know. Can I create an opportunity here or something to, to help my myself? Is there an opportunity here for me to take advantage of mm-hmm. speaking up? Yeah. Um, I'll just share a really quick one of my own this last week. I sent a quick text to somebody and in the in the text I dictated it. I just said into my phone, blah, 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 blah. And that, <laughs> you know, what do they, you know. And, yeah. Transcribed, that's the word. They transcribed it and then and sent it on. And and in the course of that, I just used a phrase I did about, oh, don't don't worry about it or don't stress. Anyway, this person's response to me was really quick and quite defensive. Oh. And I realized in that moment, okay, the way they read the text was not the way I intended it to say. Okay. You know, which happens, right? We, yeah. we live in a very, you know, word-centered world, but not everybody interprets those words the same way. So I immediately in my text, hey, this is what I meant. And they responded, yeah, okay, thanks, you know, type of thing. And then everything got f- ordered and filled up and whatever. And then I still felt unsettled. Hmm. So I had the thought, I think I need to, she needs to hear it from my voice. Oh. So I called her on the phone and said, hey. I think I said that wrong, and this is what I intended it to mean and to say. And I just wanted to clarify that. And you know, was, oh no, it's it's fine. I I just I did, wasn't sure what you meant. Mm, um, so you were
1: to something. There was yeah, there was still just some lack of resolution. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so in that moment, at least, I was you know obviously there was a prompting there, and there's layers of of a variety of things here, but. I could have put off till the next time I saw her or to the next meeting or to whatever but I I just felt like if I don't put if I don't put this off I could resolve this now and it doesn't have to grow and and then I oh, don't have to do even more thinking of how could I approach this or how can I apologize mm-hmm. I don't have to get into all that by not putting it off right oh that's fantastic Jamie
1: so So, there will definitely be times that you need to invite somebody into a conversation. And we just want to throw out a couple ideas that can give some form to how that can look. Because, in fact, something that Jamie and I do sometimes as we're talking to each other, we'll say, So, what do you wish you could say to them? And then, somehow, in that moment, we're able to verbalize a really clear way of expressing ourselves and that can be really helpful. But it can be as simple as saying to somebody, you know, in terms of inviting them into a conversation, you can say, I need to talk to you about something that's important to me. When can we have some uninterrupted time? That's a great way to say it. It's, I mean, it, it can be very simple and you don't have to launch into something right out the gate, you can just create space. You can even say, I've mentioned this before, I tend to be a slower processor. And so sometimes I have interactions with people. And then a day or two later, I'm feeling unsettled about some things. And so I often will say, I'd like to come back to something that was brought up in our previous conversation. There's more I'd like to say about it. And so you can do that. It can be that simple. There's just something on my mind that I'd like to share with
0: you. Right. Exactly. Th- there are just some simple phrases that we could even. I-, I hold on to that one a lot. In fact, I use that. I, you know, I- I've been. I'd like to come back to this. Mm-hmm. I-, I would like to to discuss this. I've had some time to think. That has been a very useful tool in my personal arsenal to make sure that I I do. Stop putting things off. Mm. Yeah, it kind of brings me back to say, no, I do have a way. I have a, I have some words to use here mm. to bring it back. Mm-hmm. And I want to say too, if you're worried about what to say or how to say it because you're dealing with something that's very emotionally charged, especially if you're feeling angry and very hurt about something, we recommend again our series on anger. Um, it's episodes two, three, and four, and on learning from anger and getting clear about what we need. Mm-hmm. Those there's there's some really good steps there you could revisit or or just listen to to understand maybe there's something that this is trying to tell me. Yeah, so that I can I don't have to keep putting this off and I, mm-hmm. and I can move forward.
1: Yeah, because because sometimes
0: we know we're not ready
1: to say what we need to say and we're not ready because we're not clear because we don't have a solid understanding ourselves of of where we stand and that's important work to do so we don't inadvertently put our stuff onto somebody else right yep (laughs) so right so and that's not putting it off no no it's not that's just taking the necessary time um to sort through our stuff so that then we can speak up in ways that are effective
0: right and the differentiation here will be easier as you practice it (laughs) this is as time and practice You'll start being clearer on what it's time to speak up now. I cannot put this off or this needs time to sit and incubate so that it it can be handled in the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we have for you. Yeah. That's our episode today. Friends, thank you so much for being here again. We love sharing this. We, We love talking with you about it. Try to handle something this week. Try not to put it off and see how it works out for you and let us know. We're just curious how that helps you Yeah, share your wins, Mm -hmm. share your losses, get support. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear all about it. Yep. So uh, tune in next week. Um, We'll have some more good information. And in the meantime, you can check us out at speakupsister.net or on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, We're on both places. Share us with your friends or family or anybody, you know, would be interested in, discussing these topics and we look forward to talking to you again. Yep. We'll see you next week.